It's Happy Hour in France, a Twin Peaks podcast. Hey. 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 How have you guys been? Damn fine. Oh, good, good, good. Someone has to say it. May as well be you. So, yeah, we just got done watching the first episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. That episode is number one in my book. I think in most of the books. It's right what? out of the gate, huh? Yeah, it could be number two. So my, uh, my uh, lady friend was listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So the first one, and she said that I joke too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, guess what? Uh, a, she's made poor life choices. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like this all the time, and uh, I'm certainly not going to stop. So if my joking <laughs> is, is too much. We need jokes. <laughs> yeah, we do. This is a very serious thing. And uh, joking is how we get through it. Because if we just concentrated on the drama of this, it's for real serious. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. tragic. There's also a lot of jokes in the show too. Though. There is, and and that I realize yes. that that is my favorite. Uh, why I love David Lynch is the like the absurd, yeah, and like uh, like I'm one. I'm a little worried this podcast that if we look too closely at David Lynch, I might be less of a fan. He'll look you right back. Look yeah. at. I look uh, right back at you. You probably will. That's, uh, but uh, huh. but yeah, I it's like the absurd. It keeps it light. Keeps me distracted. June, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm just saying. He's got to you know, meditate. I should. Maybe that'll help. But uh, help me. Enter the unified field. Oh boy. But yeah. So anyway, jokes. Jokes. We, jokes we need jokes right. for Whatever. sure. And yeah. if I don't want them, I'll just cut them out. Yeah, you you could do that. <laughs> or we could cut you out. So yeah, this is uh, season one, episode one, second show after the uh, pilot. First show after the pilot. First show after the pilot. That's the way to say that. Yes. How do we second like this? Second show including the pilot. There you go. All Third show if you cut. include our little intro bit. Fourth show if you count how we chopped that pilot into two episodes. Well, it was a big episode. It was. So this is episode four of the podcast. Well, episode three and a half of the podcast. But episode one of the TV show. Uh, let's I think go the f- to the flowchart for this <laughs> one, folks. Yeah, I think the first one is going to be part one and two of the pilot. I think if our listeners just look at this this chart here that Hegg's made, it explains yeah, everything. See? Take a good look. Do you see it? Yeah. I went to there a lot of go. trouble, people at home. Pies, yeah. lines, pie lines. Yep, it's yeah. pie charts, obviously. It does. Donut charts. <laughs> is there such a thing as a donut chart? Um, uh, donut, make that joke. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah, I just realized talking about how long the pilot was, I'm kind of li- I realize I kind of lied. There is another episode that's that long. It's the season pre- the season premiere of the second season. Oh, neat! So that's like a mini movie in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. I feel like there's an episode in the third season that's maybe eight or nine hours longer than that. Wow. <laughs> oh, just wait. That's a feat. <laughs> yeah, that third season. You guys have uh, made some comments about that. You kind of allude to it that it's um, a bit of a tough watch sometimes. It's, it's a, it, one time in particular, but we're not okay. anywhere close to there yet. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yep, I'm up for anything. Uh, looking forward to it. I love it. Uh, I don't doubt it. have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It'll be interesting. It. But we're but we are so far not there. We are. We are yeah, not, not there. Close. Did we want to introduce ourselves again? Or um... sure. Sure. Go for it. I'm Who Guy Dudeman. I'm Heggs. I'm June. 
three O's. Yeah, so episode one. Um, so is that it, so was, oh, just overall, how did we like it? Um, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm on board. Um, you know, between the pilot and this, peak so. your interest. Let's keep it. Your interest. Oh, <laughs> I meant to do that. Uh, boy, man. Um, it's you know it's certainly keeping my interest, and they really um, kept the um, um, the intrigue up and the um, the tension. Mm-hmm. There was uh, you know there's no lack of odd moments. And, yeah. Um, the uh, I'm gonna cut right crazy to the, dialogue. Cut right to it. The fish and the percolator. That's an odd probably moment. my favorite moment in all of Twin Peaks. It's a great line. That's a crowd pleaser. It's a I crowd love pleaser. it. The fish and the percolator. Yeah. Mm. Probably the most iconic line from the series. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wrapped in plastic's pretty big up there. Yeah. Like, I knew that the one The most before. quoted is probably, there was a fish in the percolator. I mean, it's the one I quote the most. <clears throat> I say it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because I just go around work dropping fish in the percolators. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an odd thing you do. So yeah, the fish and the percolator. Now, um, June, you had mentioned something. Um, I did in a previous uh, recording that we did. I did. I said uh, in the last episode that I noticed something that I never noticed before, and it's a theory. It could be right. It could be wrong. Okay. It seems super obvious now that I'm thinking about it, but there also was reasons why it would be maybe not true. And I think that Catherine put the fish in the percolator to get back at Pete for uh, back in Josie. Yeah, makes sense. Up until this point, I always thought it was a ghost. <laughs> oh, neat. It's okay. a fine theory. Yeah. No, that's a great theory. No, it makes sense, and uh, Catherine seems pretty uh, spiteful. My only thing with that is that Josie is the one who makes the coffee, but I don't know how percolators work. Do you need to see inside in order to make the coffee? Josie's not always... Uh, Careful. Uh, uh, super <laughs> um, observant. <laughs> so, spoilers. Now, what is that spoilers. based on on the, on the first episode of this? <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen the whole thing, <laughs> oh. so she's uh, she's she doesn't always concentrate on the details. It, okay, so she might not have noticed that there was a fish in the percolator. Plus, it could be dark in there. Maybe she didn't see it. It is entirely possible. That's my theory. There's I'm one more. There's it. one more uh, allusion to it, and uh, so we'll we'll talk about it. We'll put a pin in this. Okay, we'll come back to that one later. Okay, that's fun. We'll put a fish in it. Put a fish in that. I'd rather you didn't. Catherine beat you to it. The, uh, the hair change in oh, these yeah, episodes yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. is amazing. Well, there was a big space between the pilot and this. Like how big? Like months? A year? Probably, I would say maybe a year. I don't oh, know wow. exactly. Okay. okay. It wouldn't be crazy to say a year. And yeah, uh, I mean, like, like Audrey's hair, she says how... She asked them, are you going to make me cut my hair again? And they were like, no. And I think the hair looks much better. They also have a different hairstylist. In the pilot, it was Wayne Coker. Look at you. Who uh, had, uh, you know, an interesting sense of style. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, then they uh, brought in Annette Fabrizi. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, I think, improved every single head of hair in this (laughs) entire show. But uh, but yeah, the hair the hair is uh, it's 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 uh. Dist- I for sure love uh, Audrey's hair much better. Like than if it the went pilot. in reverse, and like they changed, they was like this in the pilot episode, and then they switched to the the original hairstyles rather than this way. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been so distracting you couldn't even watch this episode. <laughs> but 
I think because they all got better, it's all you're like, oh, that's different. Oh, it's fine. It looks Leo's nice. hair is much better. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have the, yeah. the the curl hanging down in his face. Baloney curl, as you say. Yeah. Well, the baloney curls in the back. Yeah, like you his, see, his do you see how it was like a like a like a kind of like almost a tube. Yeah, that's like right. Wrapped oh, around it's still, that's still there. You're saying, yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he, he isn't rocking one in the front and the back. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> look. Hmm. So yeah, first thing we see is uh, Coop and Audrey. Did this episode start out with uh, uh, an inanimate object or whatever you were saying last time? Oh, that's right. The whole, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah, the first thing started out with like it's looking. I forget exactly what it is, but it starts off on something and then it slowly pans away and then it goes to like the the fish on the wall and the gun with the on the deer hooves on the wall. Yeah, and then yeah. goes up and finally you see his so, feet. And yeah, right. Oh, yeah. down his leg, to hotel room, his bare legs, and then mm-hmm. it's. it's Bare knees and then his bare thighs and then his uh, hog, lovely <laughs> plaid <laughs> boxers. Plaid boxers, yeah, yeah. He's a trooper. He's uh, putting out those lines. He was like, absolutely was for real, upside down. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell because like three of his hairs were out of place <laughs> because of gravity. Uh, yeah, whatever he's using, Dapper Dan or whatever that mm-hmm. stuff is high test. <laughs> yeah, hair cement. And hey. he's uh, worried about uh, Marilyn Monroe and who assassinated Kennedy. Yep, I mean, talking to Diane. These are fine. You know, these are fine things to uh, wonder about, I guess. Upside down. Maybe the blood uh, rushing to his head. Maybe mm-hmm. you know made him uh, a little wackier than usual. And what kind of exercise do you think that is? I mean, it's. Um, I think uh, it just like straightens you out. Yeah, like, uh, like an inversion table type thing. Oh, so yeah, yeah, mm, it's a yeah. back thing. My I, thing I is, would uh, assume. Uh, he just brings those everywhere he goes. How many places does he go actually has a bar that he could <laughs> hang from? Well, imagine you have to bring the bar too. It have to be. But I don't think he did bring the bar. I think that bar hmm. was like a, like a pipe running through hmm. the room or something. Yeah. Just a happy coincidence. He just happened to have his metal upside down hanging shoes. I think I get the, the feeling he uh, coincidence plays heavily into his life. I mean, maybe. So he's kind of like maybe has like a, maybe a blessed existence. I guess we'll have to see. Later, when he becomes Iron Cooper, he uses those uh, for his boots. Ah, neat. neat, neat. That's, uh, really... <laughs> Iron Coop. I love ah, that. That's topical. So, yeah, um, the scene with uh, Cooper and Audrey when they first are talking to each other, she has that weird dialogue where she says, do you like my ring? Out of yeah. nowhere, like she says, do you like my ring? And he goes, it's lovely. And she, then she just says, I get so flushed sometimes. It's interesting. And he just looks at her. And then she goes, do your palms ever itch? And he looks at her, and he gets, like, very awkward. And then they just cut yeah. away, and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> she says very strange, dreamy language. Huh. And potentially horny. I would say potentially horny, too. Yeah, he looks pretty certainly. horny after she says, do your palms ever itch? Well, he's thinking about, you know... His palms are hairy, probably. <laughs> okay. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah, so then he puffs uh, it to the sheriffs, and uh, everyone is just munching on donuts. Man, oh, man. I, wa- I hadn't wanted a donut that badly. Gulp. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Harry, I have to urinate. Yeah. It is a... Oh, boy. Like th- that gulp is another great scene. This it's yeah. a li- it's a little thing, but it's like a, just like perfect uh, straight man. Comedy. Yeah, just odd like, enough to yeah, be like funny. A... Why did he and put get the straight? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, 
Ah, I just want a donut now. <laughs> but yeah, he comes in and tells them the, their day's uh, itinerary. And then... Uh, yeah, he's got it all planned out. Right. Then we see uh, Shaleo <laughs> at their house. That's my that might be my favorite part of the the first uh, podcast. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. Naming the uh, couples. That's good stuff. Well, we'll try to we'll try to keep it up if we can because uh, there's a new couple every five seconds in the show. <laughs> yeah. So what happens with them? That's a fine question. They <laughs> yeah. Well, he yeah. uh, he's he, first of all he's an asshole as usual. He asks her if she did all her chores and yeah, he's she's kind like, of officially she, like he's yeah. 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 A big ass. Like, yeah. there's no doubt There's no in call your mind. for that. Like, oh, did you do the laundry? He's like, oh, yeah, it's all done. You know, I did all the chores. You know, I did all the stuff. He's like, no, oh, you didn't. Yeah. Here's some secret laundry that I keep in my truck called the, uh, the, ah, crap. What the was Big Pussycat. The Big Pussycat. Oh, right. Which, um, hmm, okay. Yeah, and he throws his laundry at her, and then uh, what does she find in the laundry but? Laundry. And? Well, yes, but What type of laundry? Incriminating laundry. Dirty laundry. Suspicious <laughs> laundry. The, the bloody, uh, uh, was it like a denim shirt that was mm-hmm. uh, soaked in blood? So but, she hides hmm. it, puts it away, and yeah. does the other laundry, and then he comes back just for a little bit more of, a little more creepiness. And yeah. He, like pinches her face because that's the thing you do. And yeah, yeah, that's. It's, it's so off putting. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's already got a chunk of her head there in his hand. He's like <laughs> yeah, got the entire yeah. right side of her face. Yeah. Yep. And he's just lightly squeezing it. Yeah, there's no he's love in that. Really, he's kind of like manipulating her entire head. It's, she's so stretched out, she looks like drop-dead Fred. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's unfortunate. So why would uh why would he have a bloody shirt that he's uh, really um hmm. intent on uh, getting laundered? You know what? There was a murder recently. I wonder if it has anything to do with that. Ah, I feel that that's if they're just going to blow their wad like herring? that. Yeah. It could be like when they were like hacking off that uh, front curl, like uh, <laughs> they might have nicked him, like when they were using the chainsaw to try to chop off that uh, curl in the front of his head. And he was so full of cream de menthe, like his blood was really thin. And and, yeah, just exactly. <laughs> there's there's a possibility that this guy has a, a drink or two every now and then. Yeah, yeah, maybe he just had a an accident. But in he this episode, really... go ahead. Oh, he's just really um, later on. He's really um, upset, and he, he assaults. He goes as far as assaulting the the, uh, the washing machine when he can't find it. Right. He, he assaults more than that. But we're well, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get too far ahead, yeah. but yeah. So Leo, piece of shit. Yep. But so Leo, a great name. Leo's <laughs> a wonderful name. Yeah. So then, uh, interview uh, Coop interviews James about the about yes. what he knows. So James um, is a little forthcoming, but um, still holding stuff back. Right. He has that weird, like, flashback. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird, though? It's like it's a really weird flashback. It's, it is very weird. It and is weird. We I get mean, to I've, hear Laura talk. I'm not the per- first person to, like, come up with this. It's kind of, it, it's really, it's like, it's like James's perception of the conversation, especially considering what, from uh, Laura's words, we're talking about him later on that we find out later. Okay. It's like maybe his fantasy or like his like like his like what he wanted. The idealic like version of that. He remembers what he wants to re- remember, sort of yeah. thing. Okay. But I think she also like uh, like that's how she treated him. Yes. You know, she, like she had. I mean, we'll see more of this probably yeah, later. But uh, I think she 
left. I mean, we found out she had at least, what, two boyfriends so far and three jobs we, we at find least. Out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, because uh, she, uh, she was helping the Horns' son. Right. She was teaching Josie language, uh, English. English. Yeah. yeah. She was doing Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels. She like created a, the Meals on Wheels program right. for elderly shut-ins. Yeah. Yes. She, uh, she dealt with a lot of people, and I think she, uh, she put on a face for a lot of those people. Yeah. You know. It really like seems she, like I think she was probably when she was with. Uh, Bobby, she was probably acted very different than when she was with him. Right. I want right. to say that James. the, the um, yeah, like it seems like, and we'll find out later, um, like towards the end of the episode, I bet that she was whatever she needed to be for whomever she was with at that time. I think that's fair. And maybe she has sociopathic or had sociopathic tendencies, or maybe she had multiple personalities or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'm looking too far into it. Maybe... Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just Bobby just remembering it. Like maybe Bobby's, you know, delusional. It's, it's right or not, maybe, Bobby. Maybe I'm exactly sorry, James. Maybe James is delusional. Right, sorry. right. Mixing names up, folks. Get used to it. <laughs> it, it. There's a lot of names in this show. There are an amount of characters. Yeah, and he lies about the necklace. They ask him if he knows where the necklace is, and he says no. Yes. Yeah, so his forthcoming. Um, he admitted that he um he was there at the uh, the picnic. Right. Um, and he, he, Basically, because um, he had to, because yeah, they they had him dead to rights. I was, I mean, obviously, it's like it looked like a hog to, to Cooper. So, um, yeah, so yeah, he owned up to that, but he kind of held back. He's like, James, does it look like a hog to you? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it looks like a hog to me. That's how I remember it as well. Uh, <laughs> your guy, it's uh, yeah. You talking to my hog? <laughs> huh? Whoa, whoa, whoa! This has nothing to do with you. <laughs> So yeah, now uh, then we see Mike and Bobby in the the jail. Yeah, and they yeah. had the, it's a revealing it, it's conversation. A, it's a revealing and it's so ridiculous, but I love the dialogue in it. The dialogue is uh, like sometimes when Bobby no high talks, school kids would ever talk like this. But like, but sometimes when Bobby's talking, Bobby especially, mm. like uh, just some of the phrases he uses are absolutely bananas. Yeah, so kind of. Uh, <laughs> Antiquated, but like uh, when they when he's talking about how like Laura Laura checked out on us. Did you want to check yeah. out on us? Yeah, but he's hey, like a, like oh. a '30s gangster. Yeah, <laughs> man, see, she checked out on us. The Daffy Broad, man. <laughs> but then we we find out in that scene that uh, uh, she was obviously very different around them because uh, yeah, absolutely, she was holding ten thousand dollars for them. The yeah. ten thousand dollars was indeed yeah. drug money. Which that's was, that's what we find out was in the. Safe deposit, safety deposit box in the bank that Coop and uh, Harry were looking at. Yeah, and, and they're working um, with Leo. That can't be good. Yeah, and they're working with Leo. And then furthermore, out. that's half of the money yeah. that they owe Leo. Right. So that's not great. So right. he has half of it. And when, when and he's going to fa- want the other half. Sorry. When Mike finds out that he he went behind Laura and Bobby went behind Mike's back to already give him some of the money. His hurt look is so precious. He goes. Huh. Why didn't you tell me? He turns, <laughs> fully turns around and is. <laughs> I know he was like, "What? You were you were hanging out with Leo without me? Like, oh, uh, man. what? Did, did did he say anything about me? <laughs> did he say my hair looks nicer? Because it does look so much nicer." <laughs> so, um, uh, it, but it's obviously that they're just scared shitless of Leo. Well, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, I think I we all are, to be honest. 
He's for sure the scariest character so far. Uh, yes. There's a couple scenes in this uh, app that are just like that are just kind of weird. You never really see anything like him again. And the uh, the one we just talked about with um, the flashback, the okay. James's flashback James's of Laura. Okay. That's something that's a little weird. Never really happens anything like that ever again. But then also um, right here, this the strange scene of of the uh, the picnic video. Oh yeah, it kind of slows down like, and like right, and it's like it's like a close up of it. It's like your TV is now the video screen. Yeah, yeah. And then it closes up on Laura's face, and he hears, "Help me." Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't sound <laughs> anything like her. If it and, no, and like, it if it like is her voice, down. it's like slow, right, slowed yeah. down or something. Also, when you just did that, um, that was uh, <laughs> that was a thing that happened. That <laughs> <It> was awful. <laughs> is that a hog to you? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Ah, I've been over my head here. I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, it was <laughs> it was uh, pretty dead on. Yeah, I was, it was it was upsettingly dead on. Oh, really? Yeah, I was. Like, I've oh, watched this uh, TV show yeah, a few anyways. times, but uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was odd. But it's just yeah. you know chalk that up to one of the peculiarities of the show. You know, it's and it's not. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say they really do anything like that again. I think the show is still finding well, itself. That's a shame. Okay, so they're they're just throwing whatever out there and seeing what sticks at this point. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, this is what, the next thing we see Donna talking with her, her mom, about yeah, her what things that have been going on with her life. Yeah, Donna. I, um, she mentions that um, she ah boy, weird scene. Um, I know I should be sad, and I am, but I, also at the same time, I feel like I'm in some wonderful dream, and also a dream? terrible nightmare. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Most wonderful there's dream a, and the most dream terrible nightmare. Again. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. but. Uh, this conversation is another like uh, <clears throat> like another one of those like I absolutely love this show because like like when uh, like Donna's parents both of them like when she was talking to her dad in the last episode and he's like oh well we gotta go put air in the bike tire oh uh, yeah, yeah and like her parents are just so wholesome they're mm. like straight out of like, uh, like Norman uh, Rockwell or, days or something or, like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, the beef ran out to the bar tonight, <laughs> and now we gotta go uh, put air in Wally's tires. And then get him home before he gets murdered. And like when <laughs> she's talking to her mom here, it's just like she's just like, uh, it's just the most wholesome, yeah, very supportive ever you could possibly have about saying how you're sleeping with your, or you're falling in love with your best friends, <sighs> significant other seconds after she's yeah been murdered. But she's very supportive, you know. But uh, there's your duality as well, um, your theme of duality. The uh, it's a wonderful dream and also a horrible mm-hmm. nightmare, mixed up with the whole dream. Yeah, theme. yeah. So that's kind of like a double, a double theme, I guess. Huh? Doubling. Double whammy. Yeah, but even that, it's a double theme is doubling. Yeah, so that's oh like quadrupling. God. It's Inception. <laughs> it's actually not that at all. You get extra points for that one, Hegs. Oh. Extra donuts. Oh, what awesome. equals what? What do points equal in this uh, podcast? Donuts. I don't know, but if they're donuts, they're zeros. Huh? So you they're want, delicious zeros. <laughs> you want a crawler? I mean, what else it, could we do? It could uh, be like a crawler and then a lot of donuts. That would be great. But if it's just donuts, that's that's just nothing. Well, what what else <laughs> okay, could we? We've use already like established you don't like donuts. Yes, but I mean, they're but fun. like a crawler is like a one. So, so and oh, the uh, donuts <laughs> oh, are like oh, oh I see. So if you just have oh, so binary. 
So we yeah. had all these pastry to learn binary. binary code. Yeah, you need at least one crawler, and then you can have as many donuts as you want. And all right. the more the better. But well, without the crawler, donuts are nothing. What could we use as a currency in, in our uh, podcast to uh, denote um, excellence that isn't a donut and you know isn't somehow confusing? Like you know, sheet plastic, mm. odd dialogue, uh, uh, grizzly murders, fish, fish in the percolator. Yep, we can get mm. fish points. Fish points. We do thumbs up. It's apt, but also maybe a little on the nose for life these days. Um, we could. We can use donuts. Donuts as pie is fine. A pie chart. Yeah. Uh. How far on the pie chart have you gotten? Are you uh, half a pie chart? Three quarters of a pie chart? Cherry Are you pie chart. Uh, and, and this is something that I don't know if you're just keeping as a little thing just for yourself, but I'm going to reveal it to our listeners. Are you going to wear a dwi- different Twin Peaks t-shirt <laughs> every single episode? I only have three, so. Okay. We'll see. Actually, I have four. I have one that's shrunk so small that I cannot well, I mean, wear, I it wear that one. <laughs> <laughs> just exclusively. But, uh, yeah. Yikes. Nice shirt. Thank you. Where are we? Oh, yeah. So this to me, this is a soapy moment. The talk with the mom? Yeah. I think it's more of a the sitcom. I like I like it like that. I don't know if anything this wholesome ever happens in soap operas. It's just so wholesome. Hmm. It is. Yeah, that's true. Wholesome, wholesome is not very uh, soapy. Yeah. That's true. But then the like the the, the whole relationship is soapy, right. So yeah, it's, it's like a saved by the bell. Scandalous. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they can't help it. They're you know they're teenagers, and you know. Heart wants what it wants, and I guess Donna said that it's like they didn't realize that they were falling in love with with each other while it's not just seeing Laura. It's not that they're doing it; it's that they're doing it literally. I know. Oh, the timing couldn't (laughs) be worse. It's pretty inappropriate, but again, I mean, as a teen, it's the kind of thing that absolutely would happen in a soap in in real life. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) no, it's just yeah, it's absurd enough that yeah, it's stranger than fiction. And then trying to justify it by saying that. Oh, we were falling in love the whole time. Yeah, yeah. We're really, we're the, we're, you're here and I'm here. And, then, and we don't have any other friends, so. Yeah, it's a small circle, yeah. We had a third friend, but anyway. Ooh, that didn't work <laughs> out so well. Big Ed Hurley is talking to Harry S. Truman. Oh, at the police station. At yep. the police station. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. Forget exactly what they're talking about. Uh, well, well he Coop, and Coop and Harry and Big Ed are all talking about uh, uh, James like getting released. Right, and then, right. Uh, he had, yeah, that's right. He said he had a few things calls, that I wanted to uh, Coop away. Oh, mm-hmm. again, she says that's right. on the phone in the most adorable fashion possible. It's amazing, but she says something very specific, like whomever. Um, to whom, He's whomever. getting a call from Albert Rosenfeld, Albert, yeah. who is and the coroner for the. Oh, that's the, the guy FBI. that. Uh, oh, yeah. the FBI corner. Okay. Yeah, the one that he referenced last episode. He said put Albert on it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So and then yeah, she says it's long distance, like and it's got a sound like wind blowing yeah. through trees. She's very trying specific. to impress Cooper. Yeah. With her. Uh, yeah. With perception. her investigative uh, skills. Right. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> that's what it seems, oh, that's it seems to me. That's cute. Um, she once again is a delight. Yeah. No, yeah. she's great. She's great. Um, that wind in the trees, though, is that uh, kind of um, uh, thematic. I it mean, is the DVD menu. Anyways. You see it's it just... in you see it in the the incidental yeah, in between yeah. sh- 
shots and you've, you s- you've cracked the code this is all about long distance that's what this uh <laughs> the whole show is uh, just a commercial for mci oh, mci wow. mci jesus <laughs> i mean maybe trying to make like maybe a, in 1990 <laughs> exactly uh, i'm trying to make a, a current <laughs> reference for the show <laughs> nothing but current references here folks yep oh yeah, yeah. Ma bell says watch <laughs> twin peaks oh my god uh, oh man but uh but yeah and then a big ad uh Reveals right that then. he was drugged, and after you were giving him such a uh, trouble last time about saying how he just well, got his ass handed to him. Yeah, he did though. He he kind of got up and just immediately got taken down. It's like so that would okay. So is he trying to save his pride, or is um um did that actually happen? He stood up and he's like, oh no wait, I'm not feeling so well, and then walks over anyways. And you know what happened happened, but it's like that would make more sense. Another interesting thing is is he was saying that he was with uh. Norma, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. uh, which is not surprising to Harry. Uh, Harry, yeah. In fact, uh, so they're friends they and they share it. things. And they, yeah, but yeah. like everybody knows, it's like a, it's like the worst kept secret in town. Yeah, like, oh. he said he'd be playing for the Heavenly All Stars. Yeah, it's like your your wife would literally kill you if uh, <laughs> if she knew. It's like, oh boy. And uh, but another interesting thing is that uh, he says he was on a stakeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was doing a yeah. He was doing his uh oh, shoot. Did he is that the word he used? A stakeout or is yeah. Okay. okay, so is uh so is he kind of like uh maybe like sworn in as like uh like a casual deputy or something like that? And we we don't know. We don't know. But um, okay. Okay. or he could be just going out for steak. <laughs> Ooh, man! Now I want steak. Son of a bitch. Hmm. Heggs is hungry tonight, folks. A uh, little behind the scenes secrets. Heggs is always hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So then, uh, next scene, we see Norma and Nadine meet. Yeah, that's a fun scene. So uh, a little train set up there, and they walk in. Those are the, the uh, Twin Peaks General Store, was yep. it? That's what it says in the window. Right. Okay. It was backwards, you know, and I, you know, making sure my memory is correct. I've never noticed, so oh. good on you. Ooh, look at me. The, I'm super fan guy. Dude. Cotton balls. <laughs> Yeah. So okay. So they're really um, they're really pushing the envelope that uh, Norma is a little baddie, and these drapes are something specific that she's obsessed with. Nadine. I'm sorry. What did I say? You said Norma. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there any, even a Norma in the show? Yes, Norma is the woman talking she's talking to. Ah, oh, boy. Okay, folks. It's all good. We're, 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 we'll work it out. Lots yeah, of names. We'll get to so, know all these characters. So Nadine, I think and I, more. You know what? I totally wrote down the wrong note. Okay. So uh, oh, there's more. Son of a bee. Um, so they're really, um, they're really kind of, um, so they meet um, and we, we know that yeah. Norma is doing Nadine's, uh, and it husband. is, like, it's yes. so tense that it's like, it seems like maybe Nadine doesn't like Norma. Like, Do you think maybe she sort of unconsciously knows or knows? Or, or, uh, it uh, yeah. seems like they're suggesting that, but at the same time, it's, it got really tense and then it's just like, and then, uh. Nadine kind of went on her tangent about the drapes and the cotton Do you balls. know what I was doing while I was waiting for my husband to be left out of intensive care? No. <laughs> cotton balls. Yeah. It's just like so they're really they're really um they're impressing upon us that um Nadine probably isn't right. And I, oh, I yeah. think uh, but <clears throat> that's another sign that probably Big Ed was drugged 
Because I think if uh, he just got punched by a 17-year-old, he yeah. probably wouldn't be in intensive care. Yeah. I think... Uh, so they probably thought he had a concussion or something like yeah. that. And that's maybe, probably maybe why. maybe it was the drugs. Yeah. And then once, you know... Made it worse. They cleaned look him worse. out or whatever. Yeah. Or, or wore work. off. They, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I never thought of that. Him. Yeah, that's really... Uh, yeah, that's I just took call. it at face value that they just put a bandage on his head for show for the TV yeah, show. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ow. In small town hospitals, sometimes ouchie. intensive care means a Band-Aid. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, Peggy Lipton's, that's her real name. Okay. Uh, Norma's face is amazing with listening to her. Yeah. She's like, what? Yeah, it's confusion and guilt and fear. Right. <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. She's passionate about her drapes. She really is, and I feel maybe that has a deeper meaning, and I'm almost hoping it doesn't have a deeper meaning, but at the same time, sure. <laughs> time will tell. I mean, great. Okay. First episode. Silent Drapes. I mean, it might be a, a multi-million dollar idea. So then, uh, Pete and Josie have a little moment here. Yes, they do. On top of the morning to you. On yes. top of the morning to you, Pete. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she's still learning the uh, the intricacies of the uh, language, I guess. Her tutor you know. probably isn't showing up this week, so. Ah, <laughs> awkward, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> so uh, she thanks Pete for help sticking up for her. Yeah. We all remember what happened last episode with her and Catherine. And uh, then Coop and Harry walk up and they want to talk to Josie yeah. about Laura. So then uh, Josie goes to make coffee, and then they greet them, and uh, Pete pours them some coffee. Yeah, out of a pail. Throwing that out there. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a percolator. It's a percolator. I mean, I guess it has, I don't know. Just... It's a fully metal, very large metal percolator. Let me just say, yeah. th- these people are not screwing around on this show with their That's coffee. Right. <laughs> Another classic line, Pete, how do you take your coffee? Black as midnight on a moonless night. Pretty That's... black. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty black. Cool. Now, is that um, is that just flowery language or? I don't know. I think we've oh, I think we've uh, wound you up too tight, and uh, <laughs> oh, now you're you're looking for clues behind everything. And, uh, I I want to I want to uh, quote Mystery Science Theater. Here. It's just like uh, Three Days of the Condor. I trust no one in this show. Like I'm <laughs> looking for. I'm just. I suspect everyone. I think they all killed her. There, my, I said my... it. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Damn it. Something oh, like I was going to say that I don't think you can dig too deeply. The it, di- deeper you dig, the better. It, I love it. It does seem like like uh, the repeated viewing and the, and the repeated um, deep analysis uh, is probably pretty rewarding, but maybe that's just what I want. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. Then, um, so yeah, so they're talking to Josie. This is where we find out another thing that Laura's been doing, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. She's a full schedule. Yeah, she has a lot of jobs. She's she's helping um, Josie with her English. Yep. Not sure why yeah. she how a teenage girl would be qualified to do that, but okay. Well, you know, yeah, she's probably had uh, I don't know, um, twelve years of English classes of speaking at this point English. In her life. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We forgot that when they gave him the coffee, uh-huh. um, Coop says, "So Harry, how long have you been seeing her?" Oh yeah, yeah. Very perceptive, this guy. And uh, apparently his body language was enough to, for him to know that they have been seeing each other for six weeks and that Andrew has been dead. Andrew? Yes. Andrew Packard has been dead for her, her, old, her other husband, 
ex-husband, dead husband, has been dead for a year, year uh, and a half. Year and a half, I think. Year and a half, yeah. yeah. Now, we don't know how he died. We know he died in a boating accident. Okay, again, that was no boating accident. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so it was a boating accident. That just we, we did immediately that. seems suspicious to me. But right. Okay. So they're talking about Laura, and if she said anything to her, and she said that, I finally think I understand what, how you felt after your husband died. And she said that she didn't think much of it then. I don't know why she wouldn't think much of it then. Yeah, but that's an odd thing for a high schooler to tell you. Yes. and uh, But she says that now after she died, I can't help but uh, remember that like it's some like some haunting melody. Yeah. And there's, um, again, the theme of that kind of ethereal sort of dreamlike, the haunting melody, mm-hmm. the dreamlike music. And like all the, all the, like could you describe literally, li- literally all the music in Twin Peaks ha- haunting melodies? Oh, oh my God. I, I, again, and I said this at least once before, I am humming this stuff just nonstop. <laughs> then we see that Catherine calls Josie and uh, reprimands her for how much money that they lost because she dared to close the mill. Yeah, wow, $87,000 and change in 1990 money. That's a lot of money back now. That's a lot of trees. Right. So uh, it was like a half a day at the mill. So, wow, okay. Now, whether that was true or not, it seems like Catherine was just being spiteful because it Mm -hmm. seems to be in her her wheelhouse to be so. It's (laughs) not like I can afford all those apples. Yeah, wow, that's (laughs) a lot of apples. Good good eye, too, because it didn't even occur to me. It's like, you know what? That is a lot of apples. <laughs> they, ha- they have to be throwing out 15 apples a day at that house. <laughs> easily, easily. Fruit flies everywhere. It's awful. After ha- Catherine hangs up, she uh, clings her glass with someone we don't see. But then later on, we find out that she is with Ben Horn. Yeah, so an, they're... An undisclosed location. And yeah. they are getting a little horny, maybe? It's a little late it's, night. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's an early morning delight, you know? Uh, racing or no, for, I guess uh, like afternoon delight maybe because I think Pete had just said that it was uh, barely morning, so it's yeah, late. Yeah, so early afternoon delight. I'm not sure how delighted I was to see that play out, but oh. <laughs> so we found out that Catherine and um, Martell and Ben Horner are having an affair. They're having an affair, and, and they have, that. and they're having some, they're up to some shenanigans yeah. with the, the, the books. They're cooking the books. Cooking the books. Yep. yep. There's, um, um, oof. Yeah, there's some ill will there. And they're actively um, uh, discussing, like, just burning the mill down. That right. seems pretty intense. Right. And what, she's going to collect the insurance money then, I guess? And they're going to run off together? Or? Hmm. I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, Sarah Palmer is uh, sad. Oof. She misses... Laura, so much. This is very, this is very sad. Yeah, again, it's hard to watch. That uh, that actress does grief very well. It's just like that hopelessness and just like desperation. It's just like, whew. well, maybe she expresses her grief in a way that makes her hallucinate. Well, right, <laughs> right, because uh, she's with Donna. Donna comes to console her, yeah. and um, <laughs> Leland says. Try not to do it, say anything to upset her. <laughs> diddle it, diddle it, did. I upset her. Yeah, that uh, that went from zero to sixty, uh, pretty quick. Did they do uh, like this? Was another like uh, uh, weird effect they did in this when they put? Uh, oh yeah, the overlays. Yeah. Face over top mm-hmm. of her with uh, some maybe not 
Uh, mind-blowing special effects. No. Yeah, for the time, though, maybe. You know, it was like 1990-ish. Just gets the know. job done, you yeah. know. Gets the point across, and so something, something about that that makes it creepy. I don't know. Yeah. Something about that, the, the, the low finest of it, I don't know. So she briefly thought that uh, Laura had come back to her and then em- em- embraced her. But then that seemed to almost trigger an event. Mm. Oh, uh, for, oh right. for like I a, forgot, yeah. For like a, like a uh, not even a three count. She seemed like, oh, God, she was so relieved. And was like, ah. Oh. And it was like, and like, as as the viewer, I kind of like unclenched a little bit. It was just like, it was just like oh, okay. Whew, she's, she has some peace. But then it's like, oh, no, no, not not here, buddy. No, um, there's a there's a guy creeping around at the edge of your sofa or whatever. Uh huh. Like, what's that guy up to? Right. Cleaning under the couch, maybe. <laughs> the butler, without permission. Just looking for change, ma'am. Yeah, it's it's unsettling to say the least. Oh, easily, yeah, easily. Um, but Donna and Leland don't uh, see him, so right. I mean, is this um. Um, back to head, hallucination, head or is it take a... earlier? Yeah, is it is su- something supernatural? Was it a hallucination? Um, is there an invisible guy that crouches by their couch in that house? Oh. I don't. Yeah. Oh boy, sure do hate that I said that out loud because now uh, <laughs> you're gonna be. Yep. Looking for invisible guys. Just gonna throw my couch. <laughs> the thing out. is, you, you can't see them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep, that's even worse. Uh, so uh, edit all this out. But as a kid, I used to. Uh, hide out of fear and um i was uh there was for a while and it would come up on occasion it was i thought a headless man was looking around the corner at me but since he didn't have a head i couldn't i'd never know he was there yeah i know it's a special sort of nuts anyways um i'm I'm up for the casting call for season four anyways continue That's day in, dude. <laughs> no, it's not. I was dr- drinking loudly and burped into the microphone. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, and that was Heg's oversharing take. Oh, wow. So then, here we All right. So, yes, so then Leeson uh, comes to console Sarah. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't get mad at Donna. That's uh, that would have seemed really, just yeah. really like the worst. This is like, but he was I don't know. Ah, just a weird scene. Just a weird scene. And I'm sure we'll meet um, the the couch creeper again. We will be seeing Never the couch creeper again. again. <laughs> oh, that would be even better. I feel like it's like nope. That's all we got. It's like what? Oh my God, remember? Imagine a show that would do something like that. Just like. Oh I mean, God. I thought it, I would imagine if a show would do something like that, this would be the show. That's true. Like, I couldn't really <laughs> think of another one. Like, hmm. all right, yes. So then we see uh, Hawk talking to Ronette's parents, Ronette Pulaski's parents. Yeah, that's. You had something to say about again. their uh, costumes? No, they, uh, you know, look like. Lumber workers, lumber yeah, workers. You know, they're salt of the earth people. You know, yeah. obviously uh, from the area, and you know, seemed like good casting. Um, she used to say it was the best smelling job she ever had. Yeah, that uh, delivery is honestly idea. one of the best delivered lines Absolutely. in this series so far. <laughs> like, uh, when the way he says it is like literally brilliant. <laughs> I, I was blown away by it. Then uh, Hawk. Uh, Looks in the, one of the the mirrors. Well, I don't know what you call those mirrors, like 
corner mirrors and, yeah, yeah, and sees the uh, the one-armed man that we saw in the elevator and the in the pilot. Yes. Now, that guy just kind of loiters around the, the hospital, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen him twice now. He could now. be visiting someone. He could I be mean, a doctor might be. or but a nurse. Or I find a, it strange that he just looks up. He's like, streamers. one-armed guy. I got to follow him. I mean, who knows? You're missing limbs? I got to follow your ass. That's a fair <laughs> point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, <laughs> was the guy acting suspicious or? Exactly. I don't. I mean, he was looking around. He came out of an elevator, then he walked away. Mm-hmm. Now, given he, look- he did go into the morgue, I think. <laughs> he could be looking well, for a perp into- with a, you know, missing an arm, and he, uh, we don't know. <laughs> he went into a, what, like a T intersection sort of thing. It was oxygen storage in the morgue. Right. And the lighting in there and um, that whole, um, that iron lung, that kind of that uh, that uh, isolation case that was in there. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just a kind of like, it was like like a legitimately creepy scene. And there was a, right. a door that closed somewhere, like open and closed. It's like he kind of got away and Hawk was like, I guess yeah. like, oh, well, that was weird. Anyways, back to the grieving family and, you know, take right. my statement or whatever. Um. Yeah, so I'm assuming we'll see that um, that character again as well, One or, or not, assume. or not, or not. One can only assume. I mean, again, it would be a great burn if that guy would just show up randomly throughout the series and just never, you know, <laughs> there's no payoff. It's like, well, what the hell? You mean like Hawk and him are in a constant, never-ending Scooby-Doo chase where they, uh, <laughs> he's constantly just taking off, just down coming out of doorways, coming out another door. That's... Ah, that would be. I, I real. I would be enchanted by that. That'd be amazing. Well, pay attention closely. <laughs> All right, then we see Audrey at home doing a little dance to her uh, her her theme song. Yeah, that's neat. That's called Audrey's theme, huh? Yes. Oh, that's uh, Audrey's dance. Oh, I'm sorry, Audrey's dance. Pardon me. Um, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's one of the odder ones. It's very odd. The, it's the very music. jazzy. Yeah. yeah. Hip. It's cool. Could I wish I had my own theme. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Well, I, I said well. it. So then Ben confronts her about, uh, first of all, he's mad that she's blasting this damn jazz pop, dream pop. <laughs> now, what was it a record player or was it the radio? I think it was a record player. Well, I think. I don't know what's... That would be weird if it was a radio. <laughs> like it just plays that all the time. Yeah, it's nothing but incidental dream yeah. jazz. <laughs> it's her own personal radio station. Neat. They just play her theme song all day long. Oh, just all day. day. <laughs> and um, but then uh, he's about to leave. Then he says, Audrey, about the Norwegians, you didn't have anything to do with that, did you? And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, I totally did. Yeah. <laughs> and, no remorse, no shame, no like uh, fear of repercussion. Just as like, yeah, yeah, I'd fuck with you just habitually. Like, okay, <laughs> like, like I was saying last time, you know, if you're doing something to get attention, the point is to yeah, get that, uh, yeah, that's uh, true, June. That uh, really cements that uh, that whole um, statement that he made. It's just like she's, I mean, I'm convinced she just wants attention. And he's, but his reaction is pretty pretty mean. Uh, we lost lost. Uh, Laura, days ago, I lost you years. I lost you years ago. Yeah, that was uh, that was, whew, harsh, but I guess he's probably pretty frustrated with every like you just lost that that deal fell through and she's directly responsible for it. Well, maybe she does things like that because he talks to her like that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's a chicken in the egg. money from the mill and they lost money at the mill yesterday. Yesterday was a very expensive day for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh boy. So at, and as he walks out and she's just kind of standing there, you hear the music then starts to 
come back in again without her playing the, the record player. Hmm. Yeah, so Maybe. she's listening to it sometimes, and at times we're listening to it. Right. Huh. There is a theme of, like, is this music playing oh, the for us, wall. or is it playing just for them, or yeah, is it cool. both? It's what you think it is. <laughs> think less, feel more. Uh, so now we are at the Briggs's house. Yeah, oh boy. And uh, so we, Major Briggs is giving a little uh, talking to to Bobby. They are kind of, um, in a lot of senses, they're kind of like the uh, nuclear family. Like it's right. just like the fifties. Like it's like they're they're stuck in time. The whole town is stuck in time, but they're especially like these. It's like Ozzy and Harriet kind of. Like um like you you'd mentioned uh, before when we first met these characters um uh, the wife was giving them a back rub and right. this is like and he's there in his uniform it's just like he's I'm just a paper. general even at home guy's an articulate guy and he's he's got <laughs> stuff to say but uh, he doesn't um and I kind of uh, took him for like kind of a that like, isn't necessarily like a, something that Bobby can relate to yeah Bobby has trouble with that like he's, he's trying like, to rap with him you know uh, yeah very squarely but yes. Right. And uh, that there's um, the source of Bar- uh, Bobby's um, um, trouble with authority is his dad is the kind of like maybe not the ultimate authority figure, but it's just right. like, but um, yeah, and he doesn't garner any sass, does he? <laughs> right. He does not. Well, well, he uh, you know starts uh, to light up a cigarette at the the dinner table. That's frowned upon, I think, in any family. Yeah. Yes. And then he yeah. smacks the cigarette so hard that it stabs into the meatloaf. Yeah. Which uh, I think at some point we need to do like a, uh, a Mythbusters <laughs> type thing to see if it's possible <laughs> to uh, throw a cigarette into meatloaf because they I might, don't know that it is possible. They yeah. might have been taking some liberties there. Yeah, or either that, or he packs those cigarettes <laughs> just like, for days. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> with like a jackhammer. <laughs> it was a very um, again absurd, but a very effective. Uh, um, scene to show us that it's just like right they're playing to for the for the feel rather than the realism yeah the realism yeah, but it's, I, a, it's an important uh, message hey kids don't smoke well hey kids don't smoke but also <laughs> it, Major it, Biggs will slap the shit out of you <laughs> it landed in um, it landed in the mom's meatloaf so it's just like kind of like it's just like their their and attention just, is just like she's like the, the target like she's the victim of their attention almost it's like right it's hmm. like she's oh just, wow She's just kind of, well. It seems like, and um, here's one of Hegg's hot take takes, but um, yeah, it just kind of seems like maybe she's along for the ride, and she's just kind of watching like the father, um, uh, the major is just uh, head of the household, and Bobby's this X factor, and it's just like she's just there to give massages and cook meatloaf, maybe. <laughs> and again, who knows? But we're here for you, Bobby. That's what she says as she yeah, but it's so disconnected and just like it's. Ah. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm gonna feel sorry for her at some point, but we'll see. Double R. Yes. Coop and Coop and Harry are there, doubling again, just hanging out, throwing out so hard. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about their fish coffee breath. Yeah. yeah. Bro, what's up with that fucking bitch's coffee, man? <laughs> they both popped their collars. <laughs> Whoa. No, that that didn't happen. Folks. No, no, no. What did bros do to you, man? <laughs> that's, that's a lot of possibility. We may need to have another podcast where we dig into... Digging into guy. Whatever the bro just Wait, man, did to guy. No, not that. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. 
Um, you know, they, yeah, they're just brown out hard. I just yeah. think that's I think it's funny. <laughs> they're just brown out. Hmm? Well, that's hmm? fine. They have having uh, some pie. Yeah, lots just of two, pie. Just two bros having as much pie as they can. It's a uh, freaking. Uh, it's like, ain't gonna get you anything else? Yeah, two more pieces of this pie, which I will eat in one second. Like, wow, that's like a whole well, pie. It was but okay. like, uh, you know, the pie appetizer, and then he was gonna have pie dinner and pie dessert. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I like to follow my pie eating up with a pie. It's like dessert. Um, so yeah, he's. Anyways, oh, <laughs> of course. So they are. Um, they're just. Uh, I forget exactly what they're talking about, but the, he get, he sees the log lady, and oh. he gets her intention by saying. Log lady. <laughs> yeah, and she looks up. Waves to her. Can I ask her about her log? <laughs> Many have. Yeah. Like, what the hell? But then she comes over and she's like, ah, oh, boy. Like, go on, ask One my day log. my log will have something to say about the death of Laura Palmer. That's not exactly it, but my something log saw something effect. that night. Yeah, so the log saw something. Now, is the log, ah, oh, boy, woof. Um, is the log like an extension of her awareness and like was she there did she see something was she does she live in the 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 abandoned railroad car across from the the murder scene like wait till it grows arms and legs and you see its face it is gonna blow your <laughs> mind you know what i have Makes a tree beard look like uh yikes like some something sort of else you know i don't have beard. to do this podcast because that's horrifying <laughs> um but uh and she's like go ahead ask it and it's like yeah i thought so it's like oh, yeah yo, yeah we're the jerks <laughs> uh yeah, but uh, I feel that she's not as crazy as uh, she might seem. Right. Um, you know, maybe she's more perceptive than... Uh, it would seem uh, pretty goofy to add her if she was just... But again, the red herring, you know. Right. Like, how many? How much of this stuff is just, uh, just out there, just uh, David Lynch just flexing his weird muscles? <laughs> or is it this, like, in everything, and just you're just looking so much harder? <laughs> What people carrying around just yep. <laughs> just firewood. And if you've watched the the uh, like the background of like every Barney Miller show, <laughs> there's just a dude in the back just holding lumber. You know that is uh you're bur- you you really you threw down you open a can of worms there because uh, I will accept that challenge. I will gladly watch every Barney Miller again. Well, you should and look out for Lumberman. No <laughs> Lumberman. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh boy. And he's talking to Shelly Johnson, and uh, he goes, "That's Johnson with a J." He's, yeah, he's I totally. Just, uh, he's getting clues for all the all the different people yeah. whose names with J. Yep. So, I I really thought that was um, hilarious before you guys um, said it's like <laughs> no no it's the J thing. It's like oh because again it's like one of those lines. It's like uh, Shelly Johnson with a J. It's like yeah. no Johnson with an R. Like, like June <laughs> with three O's. I mean it's obvious. But yeah, well yeah, yeah you know that just walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then we see. Uh, Leo, Leo's uh, Whew. cutting open a football. Yeah, ooh, yeah. And um, at first I thought it was the driest turkey ever, <laughs> <laughs> like a Christmas vacation. Mmm, right. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. So he's uh, obviously what the 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 mule. Mm. I mean, okay, so this is eggs hot take, but I'm um, I'm assuming they're smuggling the drugs around in a football. Or footballs could be making a little hat. He could be making <laughs> a little hat. I hadn't yeah. considered that. Maybe he's ready for some football. <laughs> yeah, I'm really uh, certain if uh, feel that you're not ready for some football. <laughs> More mystery science theater. It keeps uh, show keeps on coming up tonight. So yeah, and he gets uh, 
yeah, as shitty as he could possibly be. Uh, I mean, I hope this is as shitty as he gets, but wow, what a what a jackass. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw you as soon as he put that soap in the sock. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Like, yeah. oh, no, I've seen this before. Well, it's like a... like a... <laughs> You're flashing back to uh, <laughs> to do a camp, summer camp, yeah. 83. No, it's a, is it Full Metal Jacket when they put the soap in the uh, in the socks and they beat the guy? With? I haven't seen it. Not sure. <sighs> no, that's not... I, it, I'm not sure. I, I haven't seen that movie in uh, an amount of years. It's... It's a thing I saw in a movie, and it was a military thing. But it's just like they they put soap and they just they just whip the hell out of you with it. And uh, he did that to his poor sweet wife, who, sure, she's seeing people behind his back, but you don't yikes. So, I don't yeah. think there's really a lot of excuse to beat people with uh, uh, no soap. Doesn't yeah, especially people who are half your size. And yeah, now that guy Leo, it's here's especially uh, when they bring you take. pie. Right. She brings yeah, him a she, piece of pie. Yeah, he, asks, yeah. he asks for a piece. That was, that's, another, that's another detail that, creepy, that you don't always notice. Creepy scene. He asks, right? He asks for a piece of pie. She holds up the piece of pie. Here's your pie. Slap. Slaps yep. it out of her hand. Yep. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah, Leo. Um, I really hope we find him under the wheels of a bus at some point, or like <laughs> or find his skin hanging somewhere. Like, oh, the murderer <laughs> struck again. It's like that guy. Kind of a shitty guy, but anyways. So uh, yeah, and um, uh, uh, guy he's pointed out. Yeah, he's doing. He's blaming her for losing his shirt. Yeah, the yep. suspiciously bloodstained shirt. The one or she, I'm sorry, his favorite shirt. His favorite blue shirt. Yeah, what an which she stashed in a drawer. Yeah. The, apparently, the second one this year or something like that. Oh my god, jeez, yeah. ridiculous. So uh, they keep their washer shirts. and dresser out on the back porch, huh? What'd you say? He's got a lot of bloody shirts. <laughs> Keep on going missing. So, uh, uh, Guy, you pointed uh, something out pretty interesting. Um, oh, oh, just to interject uh, briefly, um, he does he does um, uh, go off and uh, make a complaint specifically about how she doesn't respect his stuff. And I was looking around at the uh, the state of their house, and it's just like it's like it's right, like, that dude. place is kind of a disaster. So maybe I mean I think maybe. they're doing like renovations. Maybe it yeah. Looks like. I really feel like maybe that's um, him and his uh, mint julep or um, no wait, what was it? Uh, the heck was he drinking? Mint uh, cream de menthe. Creme, creme de menthe. Like I, I feel like in my, in like, uh, like my initial um, f- gut feeling for this is that that's probably been like that for too long. Like it's probably been that I'm for sure, a long time. I'm sure that's the insinuation. Yeah, but in any event, she backs into the corner into a pile of plastic. Yeah, like sheet plastic. Good, good eye because I didn't even notice that. But like, yeah, she was. So are they really kind of like planting that scene that's like, oh my god, the, the bloodstained shirt and the plastic that which he had easy access to, did he kill Walter right. Palmer? I feel it's a, I feel it's a, uh, I feel it's a red herring. I, I feel at this point ripped off. Seems that, like they're kind of it. pushing you towards that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, you know. first episode in. Yeah, <laughs> they're giving you all these clues that he did it. Yeah, wait to the third episode where they literally reveal every detail. Wow. <laughs> then we see James and Donna at Donna's place. They're having dinner. James yes. is all done up nice in his nice sweater. It's a nice sweater. You keep on dissing that sweater, man. Like, what is your problem with that sweater? It's it's a fine it's a, sweater. It's a cable knit or something. Like, it's a man, nice freaking sweater. It's a nice man. sweater. Damn. It's just funny. He's jealous? supposed to be the he's supposed to be the biker guy. He's the biker guy, but he's also there. Biker's and he's obviously guy. in love. I, for, I keep and he forgetting wants to he's the air, parents. He's the air, I, 
I'm not arguing with these points. Sometimes I think you might be. It's still funny. Sometimes bikers get a chill. They need <laughs> a light wrap. A light wrap. There's a nip in the air. It's February. Big list of drinks that he can have. Yeah. Uh, hards or uh, sparkling cider. Soft drinks. Or fruit punch, and he goes for the fruit punch. So when they say soft drinks, they mean what, like soda? Yeah. Okay. No, like not hard drinks. Obviously not. Yeah, here, here. <laughs> welcome to our home. <laughs> Here's some liquor. You're in. You're in high school. But yeah. So okay. So yeah. Um, like one of those two in depth scenes that's just like, is it padding or is it just like, is are they really hammering home the realism of this? Mm-hmm. And like they really, the more they uh, they warm you up to this world and like the sameness of it to um, yours, it really hits home when things get creepy and weird right because you're you're invested at that point it's like oh i drink soft drinks and i have sweaters and it's just like oh yeah what do you think of this like, <laughs> like, yeah i think also like you know it's it's the light scenes uh like this that you know uh yeah. s- stop you from you know uh s- staring directly <laughs> into the void this is apparently the first time they've ever met despite it being a very small town and uh so james is telling uh dr Hayward. Dr. He's telling Mr. Dr. Hayward, Hayward about his uncle and aunt, Nadine. And Nadine's a real character. Is she the one with the patch? She is a real character. She is a real character. So the doc knows her. Well, you've the seen, doc her, knows seen her around town or something. Okay, okay. No. I, I feel her maybe her, reputa- uh, her reputation precedes her. I would imagine. Then we see uh, Dr. Jacoby. Okay, so at home. Got, yeah, gotta say, Dr. Jacoby. Wow, that guy's got style. He's got he great taste in things. I was gonna say, I, I knew it, once you saw this scene, you would be sort of like, he's creepy, but I know. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> creep, but it's just like I think we could hang out. <laughs> I owned that same tie. I actually uh, I just recently uh, passed it down to the next generation in my family. I. Uh, that's amazing. I gave it to one of my younger cousins. The tie in this Yeah, his episode? fish tie. I, I actually had that same fish Get tie. Get the heck wow. out. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. he seems like a lot of fun, besides being a creep. And, and then it, speaking of Dr. Jacoby kind of being a creep, so he just is going to kick back with a, a session tape of Laura just uh, opening up. Right. And well, he misses her, probably. Opens up a coconut yeah. that he has hanging on the wall next That's, to his... Uh, his uh, uh, island wallpaper. Yeah, it's the guy's a lot of his the, the fish tank with the light up blowfish in it. Yeah, like, like a little amazing fish rave. Like I, uh, that is a craft project that I will be engaging in in the very <laughs> near future. Sits down in the chair with the uh, the rocks and sand behind yeah. it <laughs> to yeah. give no. the uh, illusion of beach. Yeah, he's a he's a hip happening dude. He's a something, and uh, he uh, then. Uh, I mean, this is way less off-putting than the last time we saw him. Yes. Yeah. 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 I well, feel that they kind of ramped it up immediately, and then kind this of this tie way it's better. Like, it's his tie's way better, and he didn't assault it. But he opens up the coconut. We see why he has half of one of those necklaces in it. So what? Laura's just going around and manipulating people by hmm. professing. That's that's what her you said when you saw that, and that's a fine observation. Well, it seems because that's the third, unless I lost. Ca- Oh, I see. So maybe he's the glove person. What? No, no, you're right. There's probably necklaces all over town. Uh, okay, so it could be one of two things. I feel that the we're glove... counting on my memory for this conversation. Yeah, which no, no, is no. that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But I don't. I'm not sure that they would immediately 
Ah, oh, boy, or would they? I'm not sure they would immediately <laughs> reveal that. This is so beautiful watching this in real time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Just the confused look on my face. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, um, when you were like, "Oh, there's necklaces out there." She's like giving necklaces to everyone. I was see, like, I wanna... "Maybe she is." Oh, damn my memory. <sighs> it just seems like it would be a good way to manipulate people. But again, um, as one of you or both of you had mentioned before, I'm really probable. I'm like, I suspect everyone of the worst things. So it's like, of course, Laura's manipulating everyone with uh, fake necklaces and and promises of feelings. But then again, maybe he's just the uh, the person that's following him around in the dark, which is just creepy as hell and uh he's the uh the mysterious glove man that uh dug up the necklace that uh that james and donna buried in the woods hmm. Hmm. that would be really so some... well, know that uh half a best friend necklace that i mm-hmm. gave to one of you it would make the other jealous if you showed it to them so you should never oh, show it necklaces <laughs> some world-class um uh um shadowing to uh f- um if that's the case if that was him that followed them into the woods or somehow knew James would be there in the dark and at night in the woods when they buried that thing. Mm, who knows? As they randomly stopped the bike in the middle of the woods in the complete darkness, it is pretty crazy that anyone found it. It, I mean, unless I'm missing something, but that's kind of what they did, right? That, that, uh, uh, yes, so How could he have known? Oh, boy. This show, kind of confusing. Well, that was the end of the episode. He, he, he opens up the coconut... He he says uh, so. She's the 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 tape is playing, and she's talking about. And I was alluding earlier to what she was talking about. James. James is sweet, but he's so dumb. Yeah, yeah and she's so sick of sweet. Right yeah. now, I can take only so much of sweet. Right? See that? That's kind of what uh, pointed me towards the um, the hypothesis that she hands those things out to manipulate people. Because right. It's just like, yeah, he's sweet, and it's like, oh, I love you. Here, take this, and he's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want, because he's James. So it's like, what was she getting out of James? What was she getting maybe out of Doctor Jacoby? So you right. just see the worst that, in people. I don't want to jump to conclusions here, but it's possible as a boyfriend, uh, Bobby doesn't provide her uh, with everything that she's looking for. Yes, so certainly. Yeah, I get to see the combination of Bobby and James. She gets all her bases covered. Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. Danger, and uh, you know uh, feelings. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that she mentions um, in the recording, but that the mysterious man she saw the mysterious man again or something. Yeah, like and that. he puts on the headphones so you can't hear what she's talking. Yeah, about. that was uh, that was a really neat uh, little trick there. It's just like, oh, it's, oh, cool. Now is the mysterious man? Is that the um, uh, the one that um, um, uh, her mom saw? Is that the the couch croucher? Mm. Mm. Is that, Who knows? Like, are they seeing the same couch croucher? That's what I'm gonna call him. I, I got nothing, but it's like, is that the mysterious man? Or ah, is the mom somehow seeing the guy that murdered her? I don't know. Right. I'm throwing my hands up in the air, folks. I can't wait until the next episode. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know. I like there's uh, me and Guy, because this is going to make you feel awesome. Uh, <laughs> we were... Uh, watching the episodes without you um again just a couple <laughs> yeah and uh really uh, i wasn't that late <laughs> no uh this was uh, the other day we have bad sleep habits yeah and uh we uh i noticed something that i i don't think i noticed before and uh cool okay uh one day 
I'll let you know what that is, but... Uh, okay. Make sure you write that down so you don't forget. I won't forget. Okay. Yeah. This is the first episode after the pilot. Do you do you think that David Lynch directed this episode? Oh, shoot, yeah. I forgot. Um, I'm going to go with check. no. <sighs> I'll say yes. The answer is... No, he did not. He did not. Sweet, undefeated. <laughs> yeah, you got one, I guess. One out of one, baby. One out of one. <laughs> this episode is, directed, episode is directed by Dwayne Dunham. David Lynch worked with him before as, as uh, David's editor, and he wanted Dwayne Dunham to, to edit uh, Wild at Heart, but Dwayne couldn't do it. So he said, if you kick this other project you're doing to the curb, do the voice. <laughs> if you kick this other project to the curb, I'll let you direct the first episode of Twin Peaks. Thank you. So that's what they did. And he said, fine. Okay, yeah. And it, was, and it was his first directing job. All right, so episode aces. Uh, all right. Uh, my episode ace is without a doubt Pete in this. Oh, oh my I... gosh. That's the best scene in any show ever. <laughs> it is classic. And, yep. and, and For Twin Peaks and for the world. Yeah. Ronette's <laughs> dad... Uh, yeah, that was uh, probably is really really good. Um, I mean, Lucy's always great, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'd say that uh, Pete steals the show in this one for me. Jeez, I'll be honest, I I'm having a hard time narrowing it down. There were a lot of uh, really great parts in this. The the um, 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 Sheriff Truman's donut scene, <laughs> yo, that was great. That is and, really uh, good. <laughs> the, the the wind whispering through the trees again, another great uh, performance there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, certainly Pete and uh, certainly, um, make sure I get the name right, uh, Nadine. That might right. be my favorite. The, she is, uh, I think she's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, she's an interesting character. You ne- There's no other character. You've never seen a character like her, for sure. No, no. She has specific interests. <laughs> yeah. and she takes them very seriously. Oh, oh, and the log lady, too. Jeez, they're, man, oh, man. Is this the first time we really talked here? Hear the yeah. log lady talk, right? That was um, that was something very poignant, but I was at the same time was like, um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, very cool. That kind of uh, I think it's possible mm-hmm. that uh, maybe not every character, but most characters, to like uh, at some point in this series, be like the standout star because like it's such a great cast that like. Yeah, all of them could be named an episode ace at some point. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they all will be. Who's your ace, or what's your ace? very beginning? Uh, Agent Cooper. That whole scene. I love that the first scene. Hanging upside down. Yeah, that's good. I'm thinking. I'm like, that's great too. Oh, the know? coffee. <laughs> I'm talking about the coffee with Audrey. And he he uh, just talking to the woman, the, the the waitress, tells her to wait. Yeah. He just puts his hand up. He takes a sip. Yeah, Damn, yeah. good coffee. I like said, pardon me. Yeah, pardon Dang. me. He's, yes, um, right. <laughs> always a gentleman. Yes. Oh, yeah, certainly. Maybe too gentlemanly. Um, Audrey then, walks in. She's wearing her saddle shoes again, but mm-hmm. she's also wearing a shirt with a tree print on it. That's right. Yeah. Tree print. So um, I think that's, um, again, maybe it's uh, another red herring, but it's just like, it know, seems like that's a theme throughout. Trees, for sure, mm-hmm. are a theme. Um, <clears throat> and uh, their interaction, I feel like, I just feel like they have amazing chemistry. Okay. And I just love seeing them together. I like Leo. I don't 
obviously Liu is is a deplorable character, but his betrayal of him is great. You love to hate him. Yeah, he, you yeah. hate him, and that's why he's great. <laughs> he's kind of like the Joffrey of. Uh... We we he has there needs to be a Leo in this show, and he's a great Leo <laughs> for this show. So far in this, I just hate him. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll see where it goes. And um, no, but he's he's a great villainy character. Yeah, he's like he, irredeemably, he, he, like oh yeah, okay. He does a good but, job but like his, being his, the villain, yeah. but it, his it, portrayal it, of it. Yeah, yeah, very. Cool. And you said he's someone's child, right? I mean, um, technically, aren't we all? You said he's someone's child who's associated with the show. Correct? Yes, the oh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the uh, oh, the casting director. You casting said. director. Thank you. Ah. Yeah. Nepotism named the, uh, some Joanna Ray, I think. Thank you, Joanna okay. Ray. Okay. <clears throat> and she's been the casting director since, and she's also like David Lynch's assistant. Neat. Okay. She's like his memory. <laughs> she like helps him organize shit. His Diane. Kind of. Holy shit! Huh. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. <coughs> very, wow. Yeah. Very cool observation there, uh, June. Uh, the scene with Mike and Bobby. I just love the dialogue. Oh, in the jail cell. In the jail cell. It is really, really good. Yeah, we found out that they're in Went, way the over way their that head. the Mike is so hurt that they <laughs> that they yeah. had this drug deal going on with, behind his back. My other ace is, is once again, and I can't stress this enough, Annette Fabrizi, the uh, hairstylist. Hags, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Who donut? Oh, well, man. It's pretty, a good question. It's pretty clear who they want you to believe who don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, they're they're drawing you a map on a restaurant placemat. They did the maze for you in crayon. I mean, it's right there. They're laying it out for you. They want you to think that Leo did it. Right. And um, hmm, not actually sure where I was going with that whole restaurant placemat thing in the crayons. But anyways. <laughs> um, well, you're sitting at the double R eating some pie. Yeah, sure. You're doodling on the map Three pieces. There. So I'm who? Donut. Um. At this point, I st- i mean, I have no idea. I, I don't think it's uh, Leo. I'd actually feel a little disappointed if it was, because right. like, I mean, they're really laying—they're really laying it out there. But then maybe they stray away to somebody else. But I don't know. Um, we still don't know how uh, Josie's husband died. You know, that's suspicious. Boating accident, my shoe. <laughs> but uh, and here's the hottest take of all. You guys ready for it? Yeah, oh, I'm ready. Because this is like center of the sun, nonsensically hot take. I love it. Let's hear it. Um, wouldn't it be something uh, if the reason that um, Agent Cooper knew that um, that Donnie and uh, James didn't do it, Bobby? Or, or I'm sorry, Bobby and okay. James didn't do it. Just want to call that guy Donnie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, is that uh, he did it? And he showed up uh, immediately after. And he's not an FBI oh. agent at all. He's just some guy. Oh, oh Agent Cooper. Yeah, he's just oh. some lunatic. Oh, that is suit. scorching hot. Wow. It's, uh, or is it? Or is it? No. <laughs> or is it complete nonsense? Anyways. Um, and, um, like a, a, like a fire short. starter who's also a fireman. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And the guy gets off on uh, investigating his own crimes because he's completely nuts. Um <laughs> He does come across as a little nuts. He's a little off, but everybody in this show is a little off. Um, right. But again, I'm grasping at Charles. I have uh, no idea. And I'd like to think that maybe we haven't met the person yet. Is it the is it the couch uh, uh, croucher? 
Maybe. I mean, Couch Croucher. So are you? I don't so, know. so for the official, uh, for our legions of fans out there who are, you know, updating our uh, on the first episode page, of Twin Peaks, you're saying that the first special agent Dale Cooper is, is, is for sure the murderer. That's your that's your guess. Uh, no. Your yeah, sure. Ep- Fine. <laughs> Whatever. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, is it? Look, look. I'm okay. So I'm. I'm saying. I'm. I'm. At this point, it's very. Um, it's very self-aware. And at this point, it's just like, who's the least likely effing person? Because it's like it's going to be somebody that's just like, oh, it's you know. At this point, you might as well. Yeah. At this point, we're we're an episode in plus the pilot. Like right. it's yeah. like this means you're going to find out next. Uh, never mind. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> said episode three. It's like, oh yeah, they just reveal it all. I'm sure they don't. But um, yeah, maybe we haven't met the person yet. I don't know. And uh, good news, uh, hmm. uh, I can't record next week. Uh, not that this will affect people listening, because, uh, you know, it won't at all. But uh, you're going to have to wait two weeks to watch this one. Oh, man. I <laughs> promise I won't watch, but son of a bitch. <laughs> the Diane podcast dives deep. Twin Peaks unwraps. Laugh it up. But we're... <laughs> We're we're looking all around for the horniest moments. All right. All right. The horniest moment. I think this is like a fan favorite segment for sure. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, possibly. Sure. What do you folks at home think? From the sounds of their cheers, I can tell <laughs> that uh, they're they're all chanting "horny, horny, oh boy. horny." Well, uh, there, there's a few mind. moments, but the moment I'm thinking of is when uh, Coop is ordering his breakfast, and uh, just as Audrey walks in, yeah, and uh, he's Some he's ordering grapefruit juice, and he says uh, he looks up at her, and he was like, uh, "The grapefruit juice, but only if the grapefruits are freshly squeezed." Yep. Mm. And then, like, during their whole conversation, he just keeps looking down at her chest. Does he? Oh, I didn't notice that. Or maybe he's looking at her hands. Maybe he's looking at the table. But his eyes, like, very obviously drift down that entire conversation. Like, Yeah, and up until another scene, I would have agreed with that 100%. But uh, I got to say, it's the... uh, Oh, boy, it's the the foot to mouth that... uh, The little toe kisses? (laughs) Yeah, she seems really. Uh, oh, man. Thanks those little piggies. He, he likes yeah. them. Likes them in his mouth. So spiteful because she's like even like him, the guy that's you know it's like she's uh, obviously attracted to enough to cheat on her husband with. Uh, like she's really spiteful to him as well. Like she's a. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Uh, and he also has, She's a difficult woman. Yeah, she also, he also has incriminating evidence probably on her as she's embezzling from her company. That's a fair point. Yeah. Right. So uh, she should probably treat him nice because. Yeah, she really should, but she. Yeah. And she, and she does. She treats him real nice. Oh God! Oh, oh no! I can't unhear that. <laughs> but I still see grapefruits. What do you think, guy? I don't know. Do you have a different horny moment? I feel like I should think of a third one. That is unrelated and actually isn't horny, but be funny to interpret as horny. Uh, Jacoby sitting in his chair with his giant hairy nut in his hand. Good night, folks. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Good night, Mr. Monkey Wrench. Oh, 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 Again, oh, oh, oh. Please send us an email at 
happyhourinfrance119 at gmail.com. Please tweet at us at gdudeman, that's capital G, capital D-O-O-D-M-E-N. And if you like the music, go to guydudeman at bandcamp.com.